Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome everybody to Safety Sundays with Jester and Safe Prep. Today is July 1st, 2023. Time is 8.20 p.m. And joining me as always is friggin' Safe Prep. What's going on, man? Clear your throat or something, <laughs> Lord. I'm good, man. How are you? I, I'm doing great, man. Hey, you remember that viral video that was going around years ago where that dude was on the news and he was talking about... Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yep. Remember that shit? I started thinking about it, man. I was thinking, you know, hide your preps, right? <laughs> hide your preps. Hide your preps. And that's, you know, it's good. It's good to keep your stuff hidden. It's good not to put everything that you have out there. But people are hiding their preps in some bad spots, and their shit's getting fracked up, dude. Um, So I figured that's what we should talk about today for I Safety like Sundays, this edition of Safety Sundays. Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. Don't leave me hanging. Long, long pause. We've got to, that's awful. (laughs) It's like we just started podcasting or something. (laughs) It's all right, dude. We, we got this. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll give the audience you were setting show. me up for the three pointer, and I tripped over my own shoelaces. I'm sorry. You got it. You got it, man. Look, I set you up for the alley oop. <laughs> You're supposed to oop when I oop you, and we said we just had an oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first part of getting into this uh, with you know hiding your preps is, guys, you got to know where to put your stuff at to where it's not going to get damaged, destroyed, you know, and and potentially be either useless when you need it or just a Big ass waste of money, right? Yep. So my first thought with this goes to ammo. A lot of people are storing ammo for the apocalypse and they're stockpiling nine mil and shotgun shells and twenty-two and blah blah blah. And I always hear that one guy say this. I always hear him say, Well, I'm gonna bury my shit. There's um better ideas out there. But let's get into this. So mainly for ammo storage, you're big. Big issues with ammo are temperature fluctuation and moisture, right? You don't want to, like, I understand being so deep underground, you're not going to have temperature fluctuation, but you are going to have moisture underground. And if you don't have these things in an impenetrable case that moisture and water are not getting into, your ammo is going to be damaged or destroyed. You can't just go bury in an ammo can and think that's going to be sufficient because it's not. Water gets into the ground, and water will leach in and waterlog things, and then your ammo is as good as useless. There are there are better ways to do that. There's actually a guy here locally. He's in my city that's selling 
like the the PVC tubes, the sealed PVC tubes on Facebook Marketplace for like 15, 25 bucks. You know, and, and you can make these things yourself and relatively inexpensively. And then you can also, for a little extra insurance, put some moisture absorbers or something in there. But you don't want to put so much in there that uh, it, it's all going to get ruined. Okay, so let's let's talk about the PVC ground storage. So, I mean, the, I like the PVC tubes. I like the ground storage. They're great. You still want to have a moisture absorber in there. And this is as easy as throwing some white rice in a fucking gym sock and tossing it down that pipe, right? Yep. Put it at the bottom, and then my recommendation is, so you don't have to kill yourself dealing with this thing, right? Put that cap only a couple inches beneath the surface of the dirt, right? That's it. You don't want to go super deep with this thing, but you want to have your contents that are in there below the frost line. Figure out what your frost line is in your area. Do that. A little piece of advice that will help you guys out. Trust me when I say this. Whatever contents you're putting in there, put them in something that has a metal lid and then use a magnet on a string to retrieve your stuff. That nice little metal lid will help you pull your stuff up out of there because if you've got shit... You know, in a six-inch tube, four feet in the ground, good luck retrieving it, right? Yeah, and, and hope hope you remembered your shovel. Yes, yes, remembers his shovel. <laughs> so ammo is a, a big one, guys. Look, here, it's this simple. Leave your ammo in its original box, okay? Cardboard's going to get moisture damage before your ammo's going to get moisture damage, I would assume, right? So if you start seeing a weathered, tattered box, that's your first indicator that that ammo is not worth a shit, Right? The last thing you want to do is get yourself into a firefight with bad ammo, okay? So the second the second part I would go into with this is keep your ammo in a designated area. I keep my ammo stored somewhere. I don't want to say where I store it at my house, but I have ammo stored, and I have damper it in there, and it's sealed up, and it's locked up, and I have my ammo categorized by caliber or gauge, and it's it's good to go, and I don't have anything to worry about, right? Right. All right, now let's let's talk about the canned goods because a lot of people like to stock up on canned goods. First off, freeze-dried food really doesn't apply for a lot of the things I'm going to tell you. Extreme temperature fluctuation and moisture is pretty much bad for anything, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're actually buying survival food like the ReadyWise or Augustine Farms or any of these people that do the freeze-dried food, in the Mylar bags, in the sealed buckets, with the oxygen absorbers, you could put that shit in a garbage bag and toss it un- under your house into the crawl space, and it's going to be fine, right? It uh, that there unless, is, unless you have rats, and well, I mean, but the rats have to smell it to get to it. They, I don't think they'd fuck with it, right? I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty sealed up, man. I don't know. Rats now you got now you got me thinking about damn it, rats and mice but let's talk about that because when a lot of people stockpile they do encounter a lot of pests right we've talked about this before on the show where we kind of told people you don't want to put your preps somewhere where you can't monitor them and get to them right two reasons one you want to be able to rotate and the other reason is is the pests the 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 ants the rats the mice these are all things that could do damage, and I think we've all we are all guilty of this. I got all my nice canned goods stacked up, and all these nice little boxes of things, and you know, half gallon cans of fucking tuna fish and shit. And I'll like be like, oh, let me just throw this pack of ramen up there, and I'll I'll seal that up later. And then you forget about it, and then there's a little mouse up there who's like, God damn, this ramen's good. 
<laughs> right. And then he starts figuring out all the other shit you got going on there. He's like, he oh, tells his then he tells his buddies about it. Next thing you know, it's a ramen party. Yeah, that ramen party. Then they're getting into the fucking bouillon cubes, man. It's then it's a nightmare. Oh. Then they find the peanut butter. Rats love peanut butter. <laughs> so okay. So again, climate control with everything, guys. Think climate control. Think moisture. That's what you want to think. Some people out there are fortunate enough to have like really nice root cellars and stuff, but not everybody does. I mean, so the the normal the normal prepper, probably the majority of our audience, you know, if, especially if you've got a garage, you end up putting stuff out in the garage. You got a pantry in the garage. Well, your garage is more than likely not temperature controlled. You got windows in your garage. You got your garage door open. So when we're especially when we're storing food, we're not just trying to protect it from we're trying to protect it from rodents and moisture and light and you know the temperature fluctuations, especially heat. Uh, those types of things. So if you're going to store stuff in the garage, you really have to store it right. And, and pest love garages. Um, and, and the garages get super hot and there's a lot of moisture and stuff and humidity. So you got to be careful. Right. So that's something else you, you just made it pop in my brain there. So windows are bad, right? To put preps next to windows, let in light, they destroy stuff. They let in moisture. Keeping your stuff out of the view of the sun is, is definitely definitely a good thing so i don't i have stuff stored in outdoor areas but i work on keeping it climate controlled and again if you're putting freeze-dried food somewhere out in the winter and it gets cold that's okay yep. that's fine and there's a lot of people out there that i've talked to for a while that are like you know Temperature control doesn't matter. It absolutely does. And then there's this argument that's proposed. Well, you do realize, like, when you're getting a box of food, one of these foods, it's coming on a semi-truck that is probably not climate controlled. And it's coming either in the winter or in the spring or in the fall or in the summer. So the, the trucks aren't climate controlled. And they're right. But it's not a long period of time. Exactly. That's what I was going to say is is if you store stuff in your garage. That, that's where we keep a lot of our stuff. But realize that it, you're not going to be able to store that stuff as long as you would in a temperature or moisture-free environment. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. So one thing I wanted to get into with this, too, is getting into the cars. A lot of people like to store things in their vehicles, right? Your vehicles are probably one of the worst temperature-fluctuating areas you have to store things. Extremely hot in the sunlight, extremely cold in the wintertime at night. I mean, there is an extreme fluctuation there with inside of a vehicle, right? Yep. And throughout the day, I mean, in the morning before the sun comes up, that vehicle is nice and cool inside, nice temperature control. But you know what else? The moisture content's high in there, right? Yep. Then the sun comes out, it's noon, it's beating on that glass, it is a sauna in there. And again, that moisture is high, right? So this is not a place you want to store ammo, food stocks, guns, anything, right? It is okay to store certain things. And when I say certain things, specific things, like you could keep your rope in there, your emergency tent in there, maybe a bug out bag that has a few survival items in it. But when it comes to food, guns, ammo, don't do that shit. Unless you're ready to stay on top of it check things on a reg on a regular and, and especially I keep a lot of stuff in my vehicle, but I travel a pretty good distance from home 
And, of course, my goal in SHTF would be to get home in most situations. So I, I, I got to check those weapons pretty often because of the moisture. Um, the foods that I keep in my truck are, you know, beef jerky and, and freeze-dried stuff. And But you, you've got them. And, and like, water, be careful with water, especially if it's in a plastic container because that will eventually leach into the water. And uh, with temperatures that high, who knows what's growing in it. So, Right, exactly. So – you know, I, I know there there is a lot of people out there when you start talking about the vehicle thing, well, hey, I want my vehicle to be ready to go, right? I want to be able to leave at a moment's notice if I have to. And that's fine. There's a better way to do it. And the better way to do it is these things that you're worried about being damaged in the, in the heat or in the moisture or whatever. You have this stuff in boxes or crates close enough to the door to where you can load them up within 30 minutes and be gone. You also have to look at it from a security standpoint. Um, so if go back to the survival rule, you know, three is two, two is one and one is none. Right. If something happens to your vehicle, people get to it or your vehicle's destroyed or you can't get to it. If everything was in your vehicle, now you have nothing. Right. So keeping a bag in your office or having extra things that are important, essentials at home, those are all important. Right, and it is it is really good to to have your stuff spread out. For those of you that see me on social media, you guys know I, I have a, a ton of freeze-dried food at the studio, right? So that is here to help promote the freeze-dried food to sell it, but I also got a solar generator back here in this, that, the other. So if shit would hit the fan, I have a backup solar generator here. I have backup food here. I have things here if I need them. Here, stored separately away from my home, Right. I have other things at home. I have things in my vehicles. Basically, I'm trying to set myself up for if shit hits the fan, regardless of where I'm at, if I'm stuck, if I get raided, if my stuff gets stolen, I still got a place I can go to retrieve a few items so I'm not going to starve to death, so I'm not going to die, so I'm not going to be without power or communications, right? One more thing is... On a basic level, if most of your things are at your house, your things need to be together, but I don't think it's very smart to have everything in one spot in your house. Uh, we, we live on a, in a two-story house, so we've got stuff downstairs and we've got stuff upstairs. So, um, you know, if somebody did get in, maybe they won't find all of it. Right. And that, I mean, to me, that would be the, that would be the ultimate goal. Like, if somebody did get in, I mean... Listen, if somebody breaks in your house tomorrow, they're not going to be worried about stealing your SpaghettiOs, right? They got bigger fish to fry. But shit hits the fan, you're gone, you're away from the house, everybody's starving to death. Those SpaghettiOs, those are primo. They're taking them. Yep. Right? Or they might have to fight the rats for them during the Rama party, but... (laughs) Rama party. (laughs) So that's, I mean, the main thing about this, guys, is don't show everybody everything. Be very cautious where you store stuff. Look up, like a lot of foods will have the the expiration dates on them and the sell-by dates on them and all these different things, and you could get a sense of how much longer will this keep based on condition, right? And you look that stuff up on the internet, and you could find out, like we said, non-fluctuating temperatures, climate-controlled areas, out of the sun, away from moisture. This is what ensures things last longer, right? If you want to be sure... If you want to stay ready, guys, wherever you've got your stuff stored, home, vehicle, garage, in a cache, buried, you, you're going to have to check on stuff. 
and be sure that nothing's gotten into it. A rat hadn't got into it. It's not ruined because if you put that much effort into that gear, you want to be sure it's going to be there and ready to go when you need it. Action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.